You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. Opening weekend. I feel like I have the worst story. It's like the best story because it entertains, but it's literally the worst 48 hours of hunting of my life. You've heard a little bit of it. Yeah, I can't wait to hear it all. Jacob has heard like via text. You lived it in real time with me a little bit because I texted you what I thought happened. Yep. So. I was sad for you. (laughs) Dude. I like, I'm, I'm trying to. It was like mourning a loss. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to not get too uh like too down in the dumps about it. I'm trying to like be realistic and an adult and just say that this happens, but truthfully like I I was very crushed when I realized what I did. So I I think yesterday is my 7th day out in general. So I haven't hunted mm-hmm. a ton, but like more than your average dude that just pops into uh for for opening weekend. Yeah. Right. So I I know this property really well. I've hunted out there for the last five, four years and have shot some good deer out there. Like that deer that hangs in our conference room. I shot, you know, from the stand I was sitting in yesterday, last year, shot a really big bodied buck. It wasn't a big rack, but like I've had some good deer out there. Uh, some of the biggest deer I've ever seen are on this property. Right. So the thing about this property is it's very long and narrow. And when I'm in a certain stand, which is the one I was in yesterday, uh, I'm looking into someone else's property. So you also have to be really mindful of your shot. You know, mm-hmm. you don't want to pass through or miss to go into somebody else's property and take out a dude sitting in a hunting stand. Right? <laughs> like, be unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's, there's some challenges. I, for archery, I was out there and I've been hunting this, this creek bed more uh, this season than normal. I, I had a stand down in the creek bed uh, for the last couple of years and I've, I've seen like really good deer movement through there. Uh, it, it's kind of like a transition point between all these properties that they, they travel. And so uh, archery season, one day I was out there and I saw 20 deer come through within like a four hour sit. Like it was good movement for where I was. Dang. And I'm like, okay, they're, they're in rut. I saw a buck chasing a doe, uh, was getting good action. And I decided to move to the other side. Of, I had a climber stand. I decided to move it to the other side of this uh, thicket that they were coming through. There's a bunch of bars as, yeah. uh, <laughs> I feel like, I feel like I always got to, I got to like make fun of myself, even though that's how I really say it. Um, but I moved to the other side and I was really liking, I had all these uh, game trails that were coming through and I'm like, the deer are definitely burning this up as they transition from different field to field. Like it's the point, it's the highway of how they're getting through. So I felt really good about it. And one of my last archery days out there, uh, I, I didn't realize they were, they were, they had rolled the hay the day before. I didn't realize they hadn't picked up. So Come to find out, it was the truck pushing the deer around. I thought I thought mm. it was like the craziest rut I've ever seen. <laughs> but I turned around and saw this ten point running across the field, and I grunted. And he w- he's like, you know, at the time I thought, well, he must just not be like in it. But really, I think he was running from a truck picking up hay hay bales. So um, I I see him, and I'm like, that's my new target buck. So I'm, I've been looking for this ten point opening day. I of gun on Saturday mm-hmm. sit for twelve hours. And I'm 
looking for this deer. I was texting with you guys, yeah. and, and Erica's giving me grief for passing on the eight point. And like, he came through like how many times? I mean, I, I think I told y'all like th- three times. Yeah, I he think came I in three times. <laughs> yes, yeah, like, and I had like this little dink spike. I mean, um, literally. Uh, turkeys might have bigger spurs than this thing has. I'm not even exaggerating. <laughs> like, uh, it, you know, the, the, he, he had little bitty spikes. I, I passed on him six times through archery season. Um, and actually the first day of gun season combined, he was coming through. was having good action. I said all day though, and I never saw the 10 point. And so I, I decided, I was like, I'm in this creek bed. It, it gets dark down in there early uh, compared to the field. So it's like, yeah, it's legal shooting hours, but I wouldn't want to shoot something because I couldn't see. And my contacts were getting shot because the wind in your face all day. Mm-hmm. So I get down out of my climber, climb out of this tree, walk 50 yards up this hill because I'm thinking I got 10 minutes of shooting light left. If I can find a doe, the does sometimes will be grazing out there when I leave. Yep. And so I'm like, if I can get one, I've got a gun that I've got confidence in that I could hit a 200 yard shot with and, and get a doe, right? Like mm-hmm. I, I'll, I'll sneak up and, and I've done this multiple times. Uh, and I'm usually just afraid to like make a bunch of noise and I want to leave them where they are. So they'll bed and be there in the next day. But I was like, I'll take a doe and roll the dice. Right. I'm walking up the hill and I come up and I'm like kind of huffing a little bit. My heart rate's up. I just climb this big hill. Gun season, I always got more crap I'm carrying around with me because the gun's really heavy. It's, you know, you're packing all this stuff. And I walk up and sure enough, there is the 10 point standing there looking at me about <laughs> 50 or 60 yards away. <laughs> and so I, I, I pulled up and then, you know, doing this number with like up and down, trying to think of what to do. And he's chest up. All I can see is Nick, and it, it's a good size. De- like he had a big body on him too, and he's super wide. He's not like not like that one where it's like got good mass to him. Mm-hmm. It, it's like, but he was a good deer, right? Like yeah. really tall tines. And I, I'm like, man, I really want to shoot this guy, but I haven't, I, I haven't practiced shooting a rifle standing up at 70 yards, 60, 60, somewhere between 50 and 70. It's hard to tell because of the way the hill was banking, mm-hmm. but I didn't feel super confident in my shot. I was afraid to wound him at the end of the night and have to track that. I'm like, I, this is going to be a nightmare if I miss or if I, if I hit too far back. Um, and, and really like the only thing I've thought about, I was like, maybe I should have just tried for a headshot because <laughs> then at least <laughs> if you miss, like there's less chance for error, right? Like there's less target, Yeah. but it's like, if you get it, he's done. Yeah. But I, like all, all these crazy thoughts were going through my head. I ended up letting him go. So we had he a 30, stood there the whole time. He, 30 seconds. Oh wow. 30 seconds of like, Going up and back <laughs> forth. I leave though happy, even though I didn't shoot him because I'm thinking he lived. He lived through the day. Yeah, I got a chance at him tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So I go out on day two, and uh, I get out there. I had been talking to Zach Bukurevich, and you know, talking about what he was seeing, talking to you guys what you were seeing, and I'm like, I feel like, uh, well, a, I wasn't going back to that tree. Because in a windy situation, I just didn't like that spot for my safety. Yeah. So I moved to a better tree um, that I'm all good. Not worried about this one falling over. It's not on a hillside with wet and all that. Like, I just wasn't sure about the other spot. And I moved spots the next day. And I hadn't really thought about what I was going to shoot. Like, you know, day two a gun. I'm in Shelby County. I heard uh, 100 shots yesterday. God. And last year it was 200. But I mean, like... These guys will shoot anything coming and going. They got to be yeah, popping, just getting meat. Yeah, and I f- and it's fine. Like I'm not knocking that, but that's like kind of the environment. You know, you talk to some people. Like I, my buddy said, he heard three shots all day. Right? Like you got much much more ability to be selective. 
I hadn't thought about this. Like, I wasn't ready. I just was not mentally prepared for what I might shoot, mm-hmm. like, on the eight-point situation. So, uh, morning starts, Doe and Fawn come through. Hour and a half goes by, and I'm still – I'm like, yeah, I'm still feeling good. Like, I'm, I'm going to see something. Definitely going to see something. And sure enough, here comes the eight-point out of the woods, and he's got his head down. I'm looking at him, and I, I'm like, you know, look up through the scope. And for some reason, like, when I first looked at him – his head was kind of turned towards me, like he, like he was kind of like it's like you know bending his head this way, and I, uh, I get his tines look smaller than they were, and and so I, I they just didn't look that big to me, and immediately decided I was going to pass on this deer, and he came on out, and I as I look at him, I'm like, that's a big body. He looks bigger than he did when I saw him yesterday and passed on him, uh, and then by the time he gets up. You know, I told you I'm shooting into the neighbor's property if I get to over to a certain point. So it's a no shoot zone. Yeah. And so there's only about 10 yards of shoot space for where he came out. And he was going slow and then kind of like picked up the pace real quick. And by the time he gets to the 10 yard point, he stops and looks up at me. And I see this big wide rack swing around. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, that's the 10 point. <laughs> <laughs> so. I, I'm like kind of peeing on myself with like freaking out of, oh my God, what did I just do? Yeah. I just passed on the deer that I was trying to kill. And also, uh, as I, the day would go on, I would start to be like, why were you passing on a decent eight point on day two of gun season in Shelby where like everybody shoots everything. Yeah. yeah. And, and so like, cause I'm not one of these, I'm not going to go out and kill a five-year-old mature buck most of the time. Like that's just, I haven't. I'm not that guy. I would would love to be that guy. And I keep trying to get better, but like realistically I should have shot the eight point. (laughs) So, so I see this thing turn at me and it is now like, it's, it's a certain no go. Like he's, he's in line with, I knew this guy had just set up a blind or a a stand over the hill. Um, I was pretty sure it was out of range, but I'm just like, I'm not going to gamble on that. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, Most people wouldn't do that. Or a lot of people wouldn't. A lot of people would not pass on this deer, but with where he was standing, it would have been a very dangerous situation. Yep. And so I let him go. Uh, within This whole thing happened very quickly. It was less than 15 seconds, um, maybe even tighter than that. I don't really remember. But uh, very quickly, he was gone. I watched him walk away. Ten minutes later, I heard a shot. Thirty minutes later, there's a truck coming up in the neighbor's property. <gasps> and uh, I, I got to believe with some amount of certainty they shot him. Yeah. Because um, he would have come down on my side of the property – uh, and they didn't shoot when, when he was, I say my side, the, the guys I'm probably like, he must've come back around though. It, Cause when he goes down, he's either going to cross this way or cross this way. So he must've crossed over and they got him and it'd be about a hundred yard shot. Totally, totally like great positioning for them. Right. So now I'm beating myself up. And you're crying. I, <laughs> you I, just bumped them your target butt. I didn't even bump him. He never saw me. Um, he just, he turned and looked. Not not out of like he wasn't even antsy. Yeah, uh, he just and he he didn't wind me. He was upwind from me. Like he just turned and I saw that. Just you know, as they evaluate every every direction, right? Um, now he never knew I was there, uh, it, and he was about 110 yards away, and so he was gone. So I I, I sit there uh, a little bit later. Uh, a forky comes out, and then after that, I didn't see anything for four hours, <laughs> and I just sat there like hating my life yeah and I, I i i hate that i let myself get that way but i was so mad at myself that like a i didn't have a good game plan like why was i not ready to shoot an eight point 
um, in my mind, it was like still bow season, you know, I'm still being picky, but really at this point in rifle season, like, you know, I, I should have shot that deer. Yep. Um, and the body was bigger. Like it just took me so much longer to, to process what was going on. I was like getting in a fight, you know, you're like, is this really happening? Mm-hmm. And then like, then your nose is bleeding and you're like, yeah, yeah, this is happening. <laughs> like it took me a minute to process it all. And so I sat there and after it was super cold, uh, you know, windy, windy, yeah. my face was hurting. Uh, I, I was, you know, just, it was not a good, like fun sit. And you know, the Northern guys would make fun of us cause it was like 30 degrees, but like <laughs> yeah. they had um, snow on the ground yeah, for two weeks right. already. Well, I would have rather had snow than the rain. 30, that wind yeah. made a difference this weekend. Did it rain on you guys too? It, it you were in a little bit yesterday. No, we were in Tristan. You were in Tristan. Yeah. So uh, I, I was sitting, uh, you know, getting rained on, and, like, it, it just wasn't – I was I was mad at myself. It was miserable. And so I made up a decision. I'm like, I'm you blew the chance at a big body buck, um, but let's just go ahead and get a doe. Because I had to leave. My wife had to work, so I had to cut off time. So I'm like – I even told you guys. I said, if I can see it shoot a doe before two, mm-hmm. I'm going to shoot it and drag it behind the stand and see if I can get a buck tag too. Because you can tag two in Kentucky at the same day. Mm-hmm. You only get one buck tag doe. So – I'm sitting there, and at 2 o'clock, a doe walks out, and I, uh, I was like, that's the biggest doe I've seen. I'm looking through, the, uh, verifying, looking for antlers, see no antlers, and she was moving real good. Um, like, I, I watched to verify three times that there was no antlers, and she, also at 110 yards, because it was going into that same game trail where the other one came out, and wasn't stopping. Like was trotting pretty good and I'm like I'm not blowing another chance so I go meh nothing meh nothing meh I like screamed it <laughs> like I literally screamed the bleat at this thing and it's like you know it fine because it Froze was windy up. right like they, yeah. you couldn't yeah. hear me because it yep. was so windy so I literally like shouted a man bleat of like meh you know uh, it stops I shoot it and it runs uh, away. I texted you guys. It's like, just popped a doe. Yep. That's right. So I'm, yeah. I'm pumped. Like, at least I got something to take home. Well, I went, I waited, I don't know, 15 minutes or something. I, I felt like I probably hit her a little far back. I was trying, since it was a smaller animal, I, I was trying to con- uh, preserve my, my fr- front hams. So uh, I, I was like, not feeling great about the shot. And then I got up there and I could not find blood. I couldn't find it anywhere. And I'm like, my God, this is this day just keeps piling on. Like I've now wounded an animal and I'm going to have to call a tracker. Can you even find a tracker on day two of gun? Are they even (laughs) like, are they going to come help find my doe when you got guys finding trophy bucks? So all these horror thoughts are going through my head and I get in and I start looking, it's red and yellow leaves everywhere. So it's like very hard situation. You're picking up stuff. Nope, not blood, not blood. Finally, I start finding it and I track for, probably 30 yards of like meandering all through and it's going down into a creek dried up creek bed there's like bars you know thickets of crap there's logs and i'm like i'm i'm screwed like this this deer and i know where this runs to and i'm like this this could go on for a mile of this crap it's gonna take me forever to get to find this thing so i'm looking and i'm looking i look for it had been 30 minutes since the shot and i probably should have pulled back but I was finding more and more blood as I went. So I was kind of like, I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to, if I keep finding this much more, I, I'm feeling better, but I yeah. still haven't found it yet. So I text my wife. I'm like, you might need to find some childcare because she was going to work. And I was like, I don't even know if I'm going to be able to get home in time. <laughs> and so finally, 
I, I, I see it and I pull my scope up and it's not breathing. I'm like, okay, I did it. I got my dough. Yep. Got it. So Sense of relief. I, I take a picture from a distance. I send it to you guys. Yep. Like, got my dough. And uh, I walk up. And I, I don't say this to be hokey. Like, I really did this. I just, like, I always am grateful. Something died, right? Like, I'm going right. to eat on this thing for the next year. Something died for me. And I just kind of took a minute. I walk up to her, patted her on the side, rubbed her fur. And I said something like, thanks, girl, or something yeah. like that. And I'm just sitting there all happy, like, as happy as you can be in this situation, yeah. right? Like, I wanted a buck, but I got dough. Yeah. There's always uh, some happiness, too, when you weren't sure about the shot, and then you actually find it. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. And the shot looked good when I was looking looking at her. I was yeah. like, eh, it wasn't that far back. I'm, and she's dead. So, But there was no, I wasn't finding pink, frothy blood. That's what was making me nervous. It was, it was just regular. It wasn't rich colored. It was just dark, uh, a regular blood, like what you think of as blood color. So that part, it kind of worried me, too. I was like, there's nothing. I'm not finding any bit of lung or anything. So I'm sitting there rubbing her side, and then I'm like, oh, I should pick her up. I'm going to take a look at her, see how big her head is, because that's always kind of like a, get a mature doe. You get a big head on them. Pick it up, and there's two little toothpicks of antlers on there. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen I have seen turkeys with the spurs <laughs> bigger than this buck's antlers. And I'm like, did you just bury your head in your hands? I, I said words I probably shouldn't say on the podcast. <laughs> I, I just like, I hated, I, I, I felt guilty for being mad that I killed something and wasn't happy with it. But dude, I was pissed. Yeah. Uh, oh no. So this, I guess it was 110 yards. It was the same deer I've passed on six times in the past few days, including the day before. And I guess at 110, I, I couldn't see the antlers. So I, I filled my buck tag with a hundred pound buck that has like toothpicks. Yeah. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I'm going to put it on an oversized mount, like a big wood mount. That's like huge. And, uh, put this deer head in the middle of it and put a little plaque under it that says like all decisions have consequences. Cause I learned a lesson, man. Uh, I, I, I was talking about Mike Larson about it and I was like, man, I'm an idiot. I felt so stupid. I mean, it's, it's embarrassing. It's, it's like all the things you don't want to go through. Yeah. And I lost my buck tag. And like, you know, yeah. now I'm done for the season. I'm going to have to go out and just thump does if I can. Mike's like, well, the only thing, maybe you could have seen those tarsal glands, but like who's paying attention to that? If you can, and I'm like, well, dude, in Kentucky, even if it was a button buck, all it matters is no antlers. It doesn't right. matter if it's male or female. Yeah. I confirmed no antlers. And what's funny is I, I showed her the picture that you can't even see it, the antlers in the freaking trophy picture no. I took with it. Like, this is what is hilarious. Well, because they're like laid back. It's, yeah, it's, it's a weird it's angle. It's weird. Yeah. This, and this deer, like, we're not talking about a deer that was a yearling that had a spike. Mike even said, he's like, that is the tiniest set of antlers I've ever seen. Literally, I could pick my teeth with these things. Some kind of Look runt. how zoomed in this is. And you can't see. You can't even see them. You can't see them. No. So like literally, and they they point back like it's 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 weird. It's like a uh an a pronghorn or an, uh, an antelope. You know, like what is it? Is it the the African antelopes? Don't theirs point back a little bit? Yeah, the it's, Apollos. This one's point pointed like almost parallel to its skull though. So its ears were literally, I guess, covering the antlers when I looked at it. And and I learned my lesson though. And this is where like I tell this to for anybody. Like for the love of God. If you can't see it, if it's like that kind of distance and you don't have a buck tag, don't 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 be like Brad. Because yeah. that's what I should have done is not shoot this freaking deer. Brad. 
Well, and I think there's something to it too. Like oh, some people go out and be super excited about that deer. This, this needs to be put in context. Like this is not what you were there to do. And so this disappointment is like, dude, now you can't get, if that 10 point's still out there, Good point. he's gone. I, I would never shame somebody for shooting this deer. Right. I've, I actually shot a uh, management buck in Texas that was a spike and I was happy with it because I knew what I was signing up for. Right. And, you know, I see guys uh, on go out all the time posting like, not the biggest buck. And I was like, I hate that stuff. I hate that. Yeah. Like you have to. Don't apologize. Don't make excuses for right. what you shot. Be proud yeah. of it. Yeah. But but if if you're the kind of guy that wants to go out and like you can kill him, if you're a Zach, you know, Zach shooting. I, I was talking to him yesterday. It's like the decision of Zach's past bucks are still once in a lifetime for me. Right. Because yeah. I don't have a property like like where I'm hunting again, everything gets killed. I was talking to Mike yesterday. It's like, it's hard for in his area for a deer to get above three and a half because you're hunting a smaller segment of land. Yep. Those deer can't live on that one property. They're going to get shot somewhere at some point. Mm-hmm. So like to each their own, everybody's got their own decision to make. But I had decided that I was not shooting a spike. Like if I, at that point I would rather shoot the does cause we have so many of them. Uh, the ratio is all out of whack. That would have been the right decision. Instead I shot this little freaking dink and, liver shot him that was the other thing i, oh, the up, liver I shot. got into it and i oh. taken out half of right at the cusp of the lungs there might i think there was some i did get a little bit of lung but not much um but yeah it was uh literally the worst 48 hours of hunting in my life dang lesson learned i guess i, <laughs> I don't I, know what the lesson I, is other than I, well just... I, i'll forever wonder if i'd waited 10 minutes in my stand on that first day because he was coming down into that like yeah. he was only 80 yards away and, it, and bucks in gun season usually are moving like, yeah, they don't stop for much unless no, it's a doe. No. Cause I mean, everybody's shooting at them and there's literally a hundred shots yesterday. Yeah. So I'll, I'll forever wonder where did he go after that? What is Cause they come in when they come in from that point, they usually hook into the other way to go feed on the other field. So. Dang. Hopefully he's still there next year. I hope bigger. So. Well, I, I think he's dead. I think he's probably in a, cooler right now it's all right i mean there's always a big 10 point out there there's always a good you know that that deer was like two and a half year old like i see a lot of good two and a half three and a half year old deer out there and then i showed you all i think i was showing you last week the one on camera that was like probably was a four and a half five and a half oh yeah the belly on that thing like he looked Mm -hmm. like a cow yeah big mass i never saw him in archery season last year though i'm just like I, i need to get out there and Try to figure out. I think, you know, there's one spot on that property. It's hard to access quietly because it's like a quarter mile walk through a bunch of crap. And I need to get out there and clear it out sometime, and so I can get in there quietly. But how was your weekend? Uh, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't fruitful, but you know, I, I definitely found what I've seen to be the best buck on our property right now. So it was you know like eyes on him in person. You got very less close. pressure too, right there. Yeah, the, as far as I know, the guy next to us does not hunt. The people directly behind us do not hunt that area. I know the guy. He hunts elsewhere. He doesn't hunt that property. So we kind of have this little, honestly, it's a haven. There's a couple spots on our property that is like buck bedding, if you've ever seen a picture mm-hmm. of it. Like it is perfect. It's in a creek, you know, like a creek, valley, channel kind of thing. Uh, tight, brushy, bars everywhere. Bars. Like it, it's it's perfect for them. It's horrible for hunting. Like it's yeah. a very hard place. But if to you hunt. get in and get close, like your yeah. property is set up well for that. I think. I think. Well, good luck, man. Hope you yeah. get him. Erica, did you? You didn't? Did you see anything? Mm-hmm. Saw so, um, first day, uh, four or five does, 
two bucks. But the two bucks, they were big. Oh, man. I'm just a roller coaster ride of emotions. <laughs> like, I see one thing, and I swear my heart is, like, up here. Yeah. Like, it's a little bitty baby doe, and I'm already like, oh, God, I just want to see if I can scope it. <laughs> and then the second day we went out, and both both mornings when it was dark outside, the first morning there was a, a buck roaming around underneath us, but it wasn't daylight yet. And I only know it was a buck because my trail cam – I checked it later, and it was on it. That's mm. a little bit further off, so I was like, "Dang it!" An hour later, and then the second morning, um, got up, got set in, turned lights out, quiet, something with my dad, and we heard crashing through from one side, and then crashing through again. So I assume it was like a buck chasing a doe, just a squirrel. Yeah, yeah probably. <laughs> very large squirrel. And then uh, saw two does, but that was it. It got really windy, really cold. So we were only out for until about noon that day. Yeah, yesterday yeah. when the wind picked up, it was almost like you, you could forget it. Usually we'll hunt a field in the evenings because the, the does will almost always come up into that field in the evenings. It's pretty much guaranteed to, to see something. And last night it was so windy that I think they just laid down or stayed back in the, the thick stuff to avoid it. Mm-hmm. The wind was crazy. Yeah. I saw two bucks, but they were so far to the right. That they just started going up into like this really thick brush, and also I was like, "Oh God!" Yeah, you didn't want to shoot across your dad's. Yeah, my yeah, my dad was right here, and I was like, "I'm gonna have to shoot right across his face." This buck, so I didn't. But it was good. It's a roller coaster ride. That's the excitement though that makes you want to go back. Yeah, like I should be hunting right now. Screw work. Go get back in the woods. But yeah, I think I'm just gonna convert to squirrels. I'm gonna go out there to show all those little turds a lesson. Oh, they're the worst. Oh, I, I, they're the biggest fox squirrels I've ever seen are out on that property. In fact, they're so big that I would see their tails because they, you know, they jump up. And, yeah, <laughs> and I would see them, and every time I'm like, it looks like a deer because it's so their tails yeah. are so big. Yeah. I tried to shoot one with my bow last year. Me and Zach were joking about this too. It's like, yo, I had one at like 20 yards, and I he was standing there like this, and he, I think he had a, you know, some kind of nut or something he had picked up. And uh, he stopped, and I was like, this is it. This is the one. And I, I had these um, – they're field tips, but they've got a small game head on them. And that, what that does is it keeps it from going deep into the ground oh. uh, if you miss. And so I shot, and I, like, shaved his nuts. <gasps> <laughs> his nuts, not the one he was holding. He, he like, <laughs> jumped straight up and came back down. And it was like, whew, that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> so – and then I watched him walk off. So yeah. I'm terrible at hunting. So that's that's why I, I I had to you know found Go Wild just so I can try to connect with people that get either either people that are gonna make me better or at least can commiserate with me. I need more people in my network to be yeah. like, yeah, dude. Anybody, people that appreciate it. Anybody could have shot that little dink with toothpicks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So this is a new podcast. We uh mm-hmm. we're just gonna go for it, and we're we're gonna sit down every Monday and kind of. Share some stories, uh, and and it's more of this. It's like hunting camp. Yeah, you know? yeah. I feel it because we come in every weekend, and we have all these awesome stories from fishing, or or uh, you know, going out and hunting, or w- look at what the neighbor shot five hundred yards from my house, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and and I want to share that stuff, and I think this is gonna be fun. Yeah, we're gonna talk about trade show season. We're gonna talk about all the crazy stuff we got going on, the brands we're talking to. 
uh, a little bit of everything. It's like an inside look at go out, inside look at the, the hunting and fishing industry. And then you get to hear about all these terrible hunting stories. There's way too many stories out there where people shoot, you know, 200 inch whitetail. Who wants to hear that? Yeah. You know, and not, not me, not ever again. I don't want to even think about it. <laughs> like I want to think that the rest of you guys suck as much as I do. Yeah. You know? So. Well, how many times have I been turkey hunting and still gotten, still have not shot a turkey? Oh, so dude, I was out. plenty of good, bad stories. Well, me and Chris were out the professional guide this year and still didn't get one. So yeah. I'm putting that on Tony, not me. Sorry, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> get better, right. Tony. So this is going to be in podcast format. You can subscribe on the podcast. You can log this on Go Wild. You can subscribe to our YouTube. I think we're going to find some other places to circulate this stuff too. But mm-hmm. those are kind of the core. Um, you know, I really hope. I hope people like it. You know, we're going to go for it. I told people when we shut down Restless Native, there's going to be more content opportunities for us. So here we are. Wasn't lying. This will be yeah. fun too. This It'll will be fun. fun. This yeah. is my my favorite part of Go Wild, just hearing everybody's stories and coming in Monday morning and spending the first half of the day. Yeah. Yep. So this show will release Mondays. You can listen to it on your commute to work or whatever you're doing. So every Monday you'll be able to check out Uncensored by Go Wild. All right. Thanks, y'all.